1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, it's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We got a jam packed weekend. World Series is going on, NFL is in its midway point, the NBA is a topic of conversation for a variety of reasons. And also, we probably have the biggest game of the college football season. So far taking place tomorrow between Georgia and Tennessee. We know that we've had the first rankings of the college football playoff released. We got a lot going on as we head into the stretch run here. And to have that conversation, we are being joined right now by no one other than someone who I say is an expert because he is. He's a color analyst. He's a speaker, He covers everything college football for CBS sports HQ, as well as sports sports line. It's my main man, Emery hunt. How are you, man?
0: I'm cool, man. How's everything going? I appreciate you having me on.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Looking forward to, to having you on every Friday as we, we get down the stretch here in the college football season. Obviously we know about the big game. I just mentioned undefeated Georgia, undefeated Tennessee, both eight. No, uh, this is, I don't want to say this is for all the marbles. This will obviously determine or help determine who will be ranked uh, number one. What is the ultimate importance of the, for the winner and loser of this game?
0: You know, that's a great question. I feel like the ultimate, I, a lot of people will obviously say to win the game, but I feel like the ultimate goal for both, because everything is so style points based, is to show well. What both are hoping for, outside of them winning the game, is that they show well, that they play competitive, that this game comes down to the wire, to where you could make a case that, oh man, if so and so would have did this, then they could have won the game. You want that type of matchup, that type of game for this matchup, similar to what we saw Tennessee and Alabama have. So therefore, you know, projecting forward, you can say, okay, if this is something that, uh played well now imagine what, what could happen if you saw this matchup again in the playoffs and that's what they're ultimately hoping that's what the sec is hoping as well too
1: oh, absolutely Emery hunt is here with us from cbs sports hq all things college football who are you favoring in the game man i'm leaning toward tennessee man i feel like because of their offense
0: you know how many plays they're able to run during during a normal football game we're seeing maybe 60, 65 plays, but Tennessee is upwards toward 80. And so you figure an extra quarter, quote-unquote, of Georgia playing defense, that wears you down, man. And the fact that they are able to get so many plays in at a high execution rate, I just feel like because they are attacking this defense like you would attack an Alabama defense, you got to be afraid and not afraid to throw the football against a defense like this and like Bama, and we've seen them proven to be not afraid. So I think that's going to be a problem for Georgia. It's going to force Georgia to play sort of a fast-break type offense. I don't think Georgia's built that way this season, um, out, especially outside of their their tight ends. So I feel like this is just a bad matchup, and I like Tennessee.
1: I can hear that. We know uh, Hooker basically leading the way for Tennessee. Will this stamp him as the Heisman winner if he you know, shows out tomorrow? Is there anybody else that would still be at his heels?
0: You know what's funny, man, last time we talked, it's the same thing. It's the fact that we are, as a people, conditioned to to focus on what we saw last. And if we see Hendon Hooker go out, think about how much we started to talk about Hendon Hooker after what he did against Alabama. So imagine now a couple of weeks later against Georgia doing the same thing and having the same game and winning the game as well. You could pretty much stamp his number one lock spot you know, as the Heisman winner, because games like this, these quote-unquote Heisman moments, they matter. And if he is able to do it against both Alabama and now Georgia, you can say he—you almost, you know—write his name in on that trophy because he's going to take it home uh, back to Tennessee.
1: Emory Hunt is here with us, the chair of Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. When you think about some of the other teams that are currently ranked in the in the playoff, we know the Vols are number one. Ohio State is there at two. Uh, Clemson rounds things out at at number four. There have been a lot of people talking about TCU being the Cincinnati this year, being the I don't want to say the little engine that could, but being the one that that might be left out. What are your thoughts on on Clemson? What DJ Uiangale has been able to do, and uh, you know, kind of that that next lineup of teams moving into to Michigan, et cetera.
0: You know, that's the the one team when you look at the the four playoff spots and you think, all right. This is a team will be the weakest link in my opinion. I don't think Clemson is is number four uh, type talent right now this year. So TCU does have an opportunity, but for TCU to in order to usurp Clemson, two things have to happen. One, Clemson will have to lose, and two, TCU can't find themselves getting down in games and and playing these back and forth type of games. They got to start really winning these style points matchups. So they got to blow out. You know, their opponents, they got to make sure they win significantly. Like, they play Texas Tech tomorrow. They got to really blow the doors off Texas Tech to where it's not even in doubt. And so, if they start to stack these impressive wins, uh, these eye-test victories, then that can help them take over a team like Clemson. Uh, otherwise, they're going to need Clemson to lose, and they're still going to have to win out. But I feel like Clemson, to me, out of the Power 5 programs, they are the weakest link. I would feel more confident – and someone, if someone put USC right there as opposed to Clemson, because I just feel like Clemson's quarterback situation just doesn't yield itself to really winning one or more in the playoffs.
1: We've seen progression, I mean, year over year, I could say, for What uh, What's missing from his game to take that next step to reach that that top two, three, four?
0: I feel like it's just the consistency. We'll We'll see flashes you know you'll see the wild throw, the tight window throw, you'll see the running ability that has now been added towards his game now they're actually incorporating that more so into the offense than years before but it's just consistency you don't know what you're going to get from you know series to series and at least he's progressed from a throw to throw basis but series to series you want to see him at least be able to be flatlining and, and, and that for you won't have to worry about the questions of Cleveland coming into the ball game and so for me, it's just a consistency from him, uh, you know, series and series that that really limits him from being someone you could buy all into.
1: Emery Hunt is here with us from CBS Sports HQ, college football expert. We saw an ass whooping, like a literal physical ass whooping last weekend in a tunnel in Ann Arbor between the Spartans and the Wolverines. There were a lot of callers earlier this week who, who weren't happy Uh, With how Michigan State handled that situation, despite suspending eight of their players and some of the charges that will be pressed, what does Michigan do into the future, if anything, to prevent that from happening? Or was that just a a one-off between two fierce rivals?
0: I feel like that was just a one-off, because we haven't seen that from them two uh, ever. You know, usually if you're going to see a fracas, who's going to be on the field and, you know it'll quickly get separated or maybe it happens before the game where both teams are stretching and they meet up at the middle and start jawing at each other. That seemed personal. You know, that seemed like an individual based type thing. And therefore I'm willing to willing to attribute that to a one-off because I'm pretty sure next year's game. They'll have measures in place where we won't even see them come together as a group uh, because of this situation. So I don't think it's something that we're going to have to worry about
1: moving forward on the field for the Wolverines, but between Harbaugh and his future, which is seemingly always discussed, and his raise. What do you foresee taking place with them the rest of the year?
0: I like Michigan, man. I feel like they play the closest style to the old school SEC. Um, They're able to run the football extremely well. They're built well on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And now they have the added element of the dual-threat quarterback in, in McNamara. So, for me, they give you more of a problem than your average Big Ten team. So, this is a dangerous Michigan team. This team, I think, collectively, uh, is better than the Michigan team we saw last year in the playoffs that got beat down by Georgia. So, I like the way this team is built. I like the way they've been battle-tested uh, throughout the season. I think they're going to be a strong uh, out in the playoffs and get in and, and, so, and make some noise. They have a chance to get to the title game. Uh, based off how they're built and where they're different at this year. Like I said, the quarterback position gives you more of a dual threat. So that added element just enhances their run game. They seem to be locked in to try to finish what they started last year. They didn't like how they got exited out the playoffs. Um, So I think this team has a little bit more focus going forward. They're not just going to be happy to be there.
1: Last question for you, Emery. We, We got a lot of other games that take place tomorrow. Anything else that we need to pay attention to, whether it be a player or game, as the season gets into the stretch run.
0: Well, you talk about Heisman Trophy, you know, contenders and finalists, Alabama versus LSU. If LSU wins this ball game with Jaden Daniels, at quarterback, with how well he has played the last couple of weeks and, and building that momentum, LSU wins. They go to number one in the Western Division and can pretty much write their own ticket and would face the winner out of Georgia, Tennessee in the SEC title game. So this game, in Baton Rouge is going to be huge. So I think that's the game everyone needs to be watching. I think LSU gets them. I'm down here in New Orleans uh, covering stuff for CBS uh, all day tomorrow and Sunday at the Caesars Sportsbook at at Harris Casino in New Orleans. And there's a lot of LSU fans and Bama fans staying at this hotel It's going to make that drive, that 40-minute hour drive out to Baton Rouge. Um, And it's supposed to be raining all day tomorrow. So bad weather, closed game. I think LSU has a chance to, to really pull off the upset.
1: Yeah, and that, that also, bad weather or not, that's not going to stop any of the partying out there. Let me ask you a question. Are those fans, are they still out there chanting those dirty words out of the, the opposition? Right now, at this
0: time of the night, they all are full of that liquid courage. So you know it's coming out uh, loudly at each other because they all buffed up off that uh, that, that liquid uh, energy that they're getting right here in, in, Okay. In the world.
1: Yeah, we want to call it energy. Emory, I appreciate you for joining us. Where can people keep up with you, follow you, and all your great commentary?
0: Follow me on social media, uh, on Twitter, at FBallGamePlan, youtube.com slash footballgameplan, smash that subscribe button. But keep it locked on CBS Sports HQ. You'll see me there all day, all the time, especially this weekend covering college football and NFL Saturday and Sunday.
1: Looking forward to it. Thank you so much to Emory Hunt for joining us. We're definitely going to have him back uh, next weekend and, and continue the conversation.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,